Rates are up, rates are down, rates are floating all around. Trying to catch a good mortgage rate can make your head spin like a circus acrobat. And right now, rates are more volatile than your high school relationship status. Just when you think you found the one good rate, it disappears quicker than the socks that are in your laundry. Whether you're just mortgage rate dating or ready to tie the knot and settle down into home ownership, we'll outline the method to the madness. Get ready to step up as we tame this beast and reveal some inside tricks and just some simple knowledge to help you keep rates in your financial corner. With the right know-how, you can join the greatest show ever and ensure that you are being a savvy home buyer strategically navigating this wild economic climate. Let's jump in as we discuss how mortgage rates affect your home buying power. Let's get started. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Welcome to the Financial Mirror and thanks for joining me today as we continue to work to improve the one thing that you can control yourself. Here at the Financial Mirror, it is not about the numbers and spreadsheets alone, but about transforming and educating you on money so that you can make smarter financial decisions. If this is the first time you're joining in, don't forget to hit subscribe on YouTube to be notified of all the new episodes as they release. If you are listening to this on a podcast platform of your choice, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave that five-star review and a written comment so that we can help spread this information to more listeners. Um, as you know, that that is is the five-star reviews and written comments. That's what everyone reads nowadays to be, even be interested, whether it's buying something on Amazon or listening to a podcast. Uh, that's how people get interested. So five-star reviews and written comments, always helpful. Today, we are talking about how an 8% interest, how any interest rate is is going to affect your buying power, right? And an 8% is not a hypothetical. We'll get into some of the history of mortgage rates and where we're at now, but it is affecting people's buying power. And I want to show you to the T how much this is truly affecting your buying power. Uh, Before we jump in, I must kick this off. If you know me, I'm, I'm a huge Alabama fan. And, uh, yesterday evening was one of the greater iron bowls, uh, in history. There's going to be lots of controversy about the end. Um, did, did he push off? Did he not push off? Was it just some routine hand fighting? I don't know. Up for your debate, leave your comments in the comment section. Uh, if you watch the game and if you're yelling roll tide, just like me, uh, but it was one, I'll tell you, my wife was looking at me like, you've really given up on your team. And I said, well, fourth, and I think it was like 36 or something, was absolutely ridiculous. I said, this is just about impossible, right? Just about everything that could not go our way had not gone our way. Uh, so that was, it was an interesting ending. If you don't care anything about football, you are probably thinking about turning this episode off. Uh, but hopefully you, you stick around because this is this is very action-packed, very, very worth listening to, I'd say. So today I'm going to break this out. I'm going to first talk about briefly, and I mean super brief, what is going on with mortgage rates, kind of where we've come from and where we're going. Most importantly, I want to get to this scenario. Uh, What I've done is put together some information around 
how how much interest rates truly affect how much house you can afford, right? And we're going to get into that. But just to make sure that we all level set, that we all know kind of like what's going on here, I did want to quickly just go over some of the basic things about mortgage rates because it's it's something that many people are are slightly knowledgeable about like like understanding mortgage rates or or understanding mortgages and in, in the the industry out there is very confusing but on the surface it seems easy so a lot of people know the basic terminology but when you get into the you know the the deeper down parts of mortgages it can get slightly confusing so a mortgage rate simply put is a percentage of interest that's charged on your home loan, right? It is no different than the interest rate that is charged on your auto loan, the interest rate charged on your credit card, the interest rate charged on anything else. Uh, it's closer in line. It's, it's, it's less like a credit card than it is like a home loan or a personal loan or something like that uh, because there's normally a set loan term, things like that. And, I, and my accent probably came out, uh, but a set length of time for your loan or loan term. Uh, it kind of came, even when I was listening, like, did I just say long term? But anyways, long term, um, uh, that, that, you know, you have to, you have to worry about here. So that's very simply put what a mortgage rate is. Now, what can affect that? Well, credit score is, you know, probably the number one thing people think about when they think about what can affect your home loan. Uh, and what's going to get you a better mortgage rate is is your credit score because obviously the higher risk of a borrower you are, the higher your mortgage rate or interest rate is going to be. And you know just just for you to understand why is as a higher risk borrower, uh, they are going to try to front load how much money they're making because there is a chance you default and you know they're they're left holding the bag. So. That's kind of how they how they work that. It's not just, you know, bad person you, you get bad interest rate. It's it is a reason they try to front load how much interest they get because normally people pay, they're more likely to pay in the first, you know, few months, even first few years. Um, and then eventually that could you know, you know become less reliable. So they front load the interest, get the higher interest rate, and then all of a sudden you have a a better they have a better outcome with your loan. Okay. Uh so that's that's one thing. Uh, economic conditions obviously affect mortgage rates. That's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Mortgage rates are sensitive to economic turmoil. So overall, they are set by, you know, the market forces and they can be, they can be maneuvered around. Uh, look at it like an economic, like weather report, uh, just, just like weather affects your day. Economic conditions will sway mortgage rates, you know, good economy, sunny economies, Good steady rates. If there start to be a little turmoil, little little stormy conditions, rates could start to fluctuate a little bit. Um, another thing we've seen in in recent years is uh, the Federal Reserve's decisions. Those affect um, mortgage rates as well. You know, because because you know Federal Reserve's decisions on the rates is you know how much it charges banks, and that can be a a single factor in determining mortgage rates. So. That's another thing. And then bond yields, uh, mortgage rates are heavily influenced by bond yields. The annual rate of turn of a bond offers investors known, you know, this thing known as a yield. 
and you have to, you know, think about a picture. This like bond yield is like a puppet master, right? It's kind of pulling the strings of of mortgage rates. You know, the dance of the rates. It, it, it kind of like it kind of flows around, but uh, it's all choreographed by you know. There's this like bond yield effect uh, that happens with as bond yields change, mortgage rates change as well. So. Big thing. Now, there's there's one other part that when I think about mortgage rates that I have to also bring up because I think it's very important. And that is understanding that there's two types of rates. You have fixed rates and adjustable rate mortgages, right? Uh, variable rate, adjustable rate, you'll see them called ARMS, things like that. That is an adjustable rate. Now, pros and cons to both. Um, multiple pros and cons to both, but fixed rate mortgages, simply put, have a fixed interest rate for the entire term of the loan. Variable rate mortgages have an interest rate that can change over time. Fixed rate mortgages, the best thing that I can tell you that they offer is they offer stability and predictability, right? They're stable. They're going to stay the same and it's predictable, right? Because you know what the, your mortgage payment is going to be, you know, there's, there's things that can change your mortgage rate, but you know, more importantly, um, the interest rate will stay the same for the entire, um, loan term. So adjustable rates can vary. Uh, adjustable rates also tend to be lower interest rates at the beginning, but they, they hype up and then they, they, you know, they sway like the wind kind of, kind of all over the place. But, uh, adjustable rates, they offer advantages. They offer disadvantages. You know, people say, well, during COVID, um, adjustable rate could be, you know, could have been good because your rate would have gone down and you would have been paying less during COVID. But right now, people with that maybe refinanced or something into a, a fixed rate, they're going to have a lower interest rate. And now people that have adjustable rate right now are paying for it. So they got a really good rate during COVID and now they're paying for it. Right. So that's kind of how this all this works. Not the not the the meat of what I wanted to get to today. That was lots of dry material, but I just wanted you to understand what a mortgage rate was before I started getting into the history of the mortgage rate, where it's at, where it's going, uh, where it's been, those type of things, and then get into this scenario. I really am excited about this scenario because I think it's going to open up your eyes to how important interest rates are to your home buying ability. Okay, so. Next thing is, is kind of looking at the trends, the trends of mortgage rates. So uh, simply put, you can see here is a long-term historical trend of mortgage rates. Mortgage rates are have been up. They've been down. This goes all the way back to 1971. You can see that mortgage rates have kind of like, like peaked, uh, uh, like right up around this region. They kind of peaked. And we're over 15%. And so now we're looking at like an 8% currently. Uh, I think as of November, it was like a 7.66 as of November 15th. And that's down from a 7.69. But you can see that interest rates have fluctuated greatly. Over the years, interest rates have fluctuated greatly. So you can see right here on this chart that uh, we've, we've seen ups and downs, uh, some double digits all in the 1980s to, to 1990s, almost 20 years of double digits. Um, uh, what is that? 1980s to 1990s, 10 years, excuse me, 10 years of double digits. And then we did fall off and go back to um, the, uh, nine, eight, seven percent interest thereafter. So interest rates have done a lot of fluctuating over the years. 
interest rates have done a lot of fluctuating. Um, but that's kind of where we're at now, right? That's kind of like where we're at now is understanding that interest rates are going to fluctuate. They're going to fluctuate. There has been a, a constant shift in, in terms of interest rates, but Forbes advisor reports that the average 30-year fixed rate mortgage is over 7%. And there is a forecasted range of like a 5 to 6% uh, as this year progresses into next year, okay? So there is some, some future lower rates uh, potentially is what Forbes advisor reports, money.com reports that, you know, there's a a mortgage is around going to be around 7.44. Um, tons and tons of experts out there are reporting, but the thing about it is nobody can actually tell you what the interest rates are going to be. Expert Experts do predict that mortgage rates are going to continue downward um, in weeks to come. Now, what I want to tell you about home buying and interest rates is pretty simple. You and a, and a buddy of mine, and, and you know, I've had him on the podcast before, uh, but he said it a long time ago, and I think he even said it on an episode that that we did together. Um, he said, "Love the home, date the rate. Love the home, date the rate." Uh, and I and I agree with that. I agree that you have to love the home that you buy. You can always change your rate if rates go down. You can you can refinance to get a lower rate, um, but you never know if rates are going to go higher. Like you can't sit there and try to try to think that you're at the top or at the bottom. I mean, Oh, I'm, I'm buying the bottom or, Oh, I'm buying the top. Like, like it's not the stock market. Like mortgage rates are going to vary. They're going to change, get into a rate. Just make sure that at that rate and the home price that you buy for that you can afford it. And that's really what this episode is about. That is really what this episode is about is because I want you to understand that, the, the amount that you buy for a home does matter. It truly does matter when you think of interest rates. So let's look at this. Um, let's start off. We got a uh, $400,000 house. This is, this is the hypothetical situation that I talked about. We're going to, we're going to imagine a $400,000 house and I've got visuals on the screen. If you're watching the, or if you're listening to this on a podcast, please uh, if you get a moment, go back and check out the video on YouTube to see this layout, because this is very important. I'm going to try to verbally say everything so that you understand, but this is super important. If you can see this, you it'll start to make a little bit more sense about how much interest rates matter to how much house you can afford. So let's look at this hypothetical. We're going to compare. We're going to have a, a scenario built out $400,000 home with a 4% versus an 8% mortgage rate. Okay. So think about it. I'm just, let me set up the scenario. You're, you're looking for a new house. You find one you love it costs $400,000. It's got the spacious living room. It's got the modern kitchen. It's got the little Island for you to do all your, your cutting and, and assembling. And you're able to eat with the family, everything you want, beautiful garden outside, great location right next to your favorite park, all of these things. You saved enough money for a 20% down payment, which is $80,000, and you need to borrow $320,000 from the bank for the mortgage, right? So what I want to walk you through is looking at how these rates will affect your buying ability. So 
four percent, you know, roughly 20, 2021, end of 2021. I, I should have pulled these up and I did not, but somewhere around 2021, 2022, even, um, we were probably sitting around four percent. Now we're sitting around eight percent. This is this is real life. So let's say back then you were looking for a home and you were looking and you were looking in the four hundred thousand dollar range. That was when interest rates were four percent. So back then, had you committed, you could see on the screen right here. So like, had you committed four percent? So right here, four percent would have been a fifteen hundred and twenty eight dollar payment. Fifteen hundred twenty eight dollar payment total for the thirty year period of the loan, you would have spent $229,000 in interest on that loan. Now, let's fast forward. You you didn't buy it then, and you found another house, very similar, still $400,000, but now interest rates are 8%. Now you can see right here, the $400,000 is now 8% interest rate, and your mortgage is 2347 Remember, the previous mortgage on 4% was 1528 so you're almost eight or just over $800 higher on your mortgage, on your every month mortgage payment with the, the change in interest rate. Not only, you're also, you were at 229,000 in interest paid on the loan. You're now at $564,000 of interest paid to the original loan amount. That means that you're a hundred and you're paying 176% of your original loan amount. That 8% is going to cost you $819 a month and $334,000 in total interest. Crazy, right? Totally crazy. Nuts. Totally nuts. I'm not done. I'm not done, but that that's nuts, right? Nuts. You paid you, it's still a four hundred thousand dollar house, but you paid. You're paying a hundred or eight hundred and nineteen dollars a month more per month on this house, same house, and you're paying three hundred and thirty four thousand dollars extra in interest. The house was worth four hundred thousand. The house was worth four hundred thousand, meaning you took out a loan for three hundred twenty thousand, and you paid. Uh, 334,000 in interest. Nuts. Nuts, right? Just nuts. So what does all that mean? What does it mean? Well, let's continue this story. What I want you to look at is two things, two things. So let's first look at, let's hypothetically think that you make $60,000 a year in income. Now I'm going to take this as gross and all of my numbers are going to be off of gross what I would tell you is these percentages of uh, income, you should be looking at your percentage of income net. Okay. Um, but I wanted to keep the math simple. I wanted you just to be able to see it. This $60,000 um, is less of a issue, but let's just say that you make five, uh, $5,000 a month in net in, um, in, in your income, right? That's how these numbers are based. So let's start out with an 8% mortgage. How much house can you afford with an 8% mortgage at 30% of your home, uh, with a $60,000 gross income, right? So let's just say you, let's just say $5,000 a month is what you're bringing home overall. 
$500,000 house, that's going to be 66% of your income. $400,000 house is going to be 53% of your income. $300,000 of a house is going to be 40% of your income. You're looking at about a $200,000 house with an 8% mortgage rate. 8%, right? 8%. So if you have an 8% mortgage, or if all you if all you're seeing out there right now is an 8% mortgage, and you may, and you bring home about $5,000 a month, what I would tell you is you should be looking in the ballpark of a $200,000 house right now with an 8% mortgage, 7.66, whatever it is. That's about the ballpark you should be looking for. This is why so many people go house broke. And when I mean house broke, I mean like their house is literally making them broke is because they still think that they can buy a $400,000 house and they can only afford a $200,000 house, right? Like you really want to stay under 30% of your income going towards your home. So what what if this was back in 2021, 2022 and interest rates were 4%? Well, easy. Let's look at a, a 4% mortgage. 4% mortgage rate on the same income, $5,000 take home a month. $500,000 home, 46% of your income, 400,000. I made it green because it's 37%, but I wouldn't do it. Uh, I would go down to about a $300,000 in a house, uh, $300,000 home for about a 28%. But you can see right there, the other one was 27% at a 200,000. This one's a 28% at a 300,000. Right there, you just earned an extra $100,000 in home buying ability, right? An extra $100,000 in home buying ability. That's that's why interest rates matter so much. That is exactly what people lead to being house broke because they, they the, the down payment's the same. It's the interest rate, the interest rate that's eating people alive when they are still trying to buy a house for the same amount of money. That's the part that I don't think people think about. They're like, well, I could afford a $400,000 house at XYZ interest rate. And I but I could I could still afford a 400,000. No, you can't. You really can't. And this is why so many people become house broke. I'm telling you, if you will commit to only buying a house under 30% of your net take-home pay every month, you will finally feel a sense of freedom and relief from being overwhelmed with your house payment. You will find a sense of relief. So what all you can see right here, side by side, this is, this is exactly what I, what I'm talking about. 4%, 8%, totally different, two different monsters of, of, a, of an animal here that you're trying to, you're trying to unlock, but it's, it, this is exactly what makes people broke. This is exactly what makes people broke. They think that they can buy one house and they can't. So what all does this mean and what can you do about it? Well, the first thing that I tell you uh, is set a home buying budget. And that goes back to exactly what it is that I just stated is learn how much house you can afford at the current rates. If you plan on buying in the next six months, I don't expect rates to change much meaning that you could probably find a ballpark of a, of a window of um, how much house you can buy, but you need to set a house buying budget. Figure out what your take-home pay is. There's multiple uh, mortgage calculators out there, but 20% down payment, we'll get to that in a second. Understand what, um, what the average insurance cost is in your area. 
understand um, what the mortgage is. There's many calculators out there. All you need to do is put in the home value, the interest rate, uh, the your zip code more than likely, and your um, understanding your down payment and, and you're good. It's going to spit out a monthly payment. Take that and divide it by your net take home pay. It's going to give you a percentage. Let that be 30% or less and you will feel great about your income. You will. You'll feel like you have enough to get by. So first thing is to find out how much house you can afford, set that home buying budget, and this will avoid you, avoid you overspending and creating financial stress on yourself. The next thing is save 20% for a down payment plus the closing cost. Understand closing costs. Many people forget closing costs. I'm telling you to remember closing costs. It's very important. More than likely, depending on the 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 time of of, of how the markets you know ebbs and flows, sometimes you know buyers or sellers are willing to pick up closing costs to to increase their chances of getting a deal. Uh, but I would tell you as a buyer to to be ready to pay closing costs and 20% for a down payment. Okay. That I, I'm telling you, that's the easiest way. Closing costs average two to 5% of the loan amount. So just be ready for that. But down payments will help you um, to, to ensure that you're, you're can afford the house first and foremost. Um, it doesn't, it takes longer to you will spend more in interest than it takes for you. It takes time for you to save for a good down payment. I'm telling you it will. Um, but if you'll, if you'll just commit to it, get 20% of the home value or the loan value at, and get your down payment down. Um, uh, I said that all backwards, get 20% of the home value that your the purchase price, uh, will decrease your loan amount and, and you will, you'll save tons in interest off of that. Uh, just take the time, save the down payment and get ready. The other thing that I tell you to do is compare mortgage options out there. Uh, there's more than likely you'll qualify for different types of mortgages, whether it be, you know, conventional or FHA or VA or USDA loans or whatever. Each has a pro and a con. Talk to your um, mortgage provider. Let them walk you through everything that, that's involved in each. I'm not a, a mortgage professional. There's many of them out there. Uh, most of the time, they don't charge you anything to, to just speak with them and ask them about these things. Uh, you, you're going to probably go through a pre-approval process anyways, and they're going to get you all taken care of. Find one that you're super comfortable with that makes you, you know, that's teaching you, that's walking you through it. Um, but each has their pros and cons. Remember, we talked about fixed and adjustable rate and know the differences, know the different pieces there because all of those are going to play into your mortgage. And the last thing is just shop around for mortgage rates. Uh, find someone that you're, like I said, that you're super comfortable with and ensure that that you are um, happy with the way the, that everything's going. Uh, but mortgage rates do vary. People can get you different mortgage rates, um, but they all are kind of the same. They may just be running deals in, in certain areas. So just be looking out there, shop around, figure that piece out. And there we go. I hope that I hope that you you see that. Um, that's kind of the the. I was, I was really excited about that story. I hope that you got something out of it. I really do because I I can't tell you how many times I hear people say, "I'm like, oh, how much house can you afford?" And they'll say, "Well, I can afford this number of house, you know, whatever number, two hundred thousand dollar house." And then we talk maybe uh, a few months later, or and I and I know interest rates have varied greatly, and they're like, "Yeah, I can, I can still afford the same amount." I'm like, ooh no, no, not a good idea. As interest rates change, how much home you can buy changes. 
right? It does. How much home you can buy changes. Don't become house poor with your with your home mortgage just eating you alive. Um, we all want to be homeowners. We all want to buy a house. Everyone, that's a dream, the American dream. Everyone wants to be a part of it. But just know that the house needs to fit within your budget. It does. It needs to fit within your budget. So bottom line, mortgage rates will be unpredictable. They're going to be as wacky as your uncle at Thanksgiving this past year. Like it's like they are going to be all over the place, but you don't have to stand there and just be like, well, I don't know what to do. Prep, prep yourself, right? Say, you know what? I know interest rates are higher right now. I can't buy as much of a house. That's going to limit the amount of houses you're probably going to like. And you might be stuck renting a little longer if that's what you're doing. But just know that you need to ensure that you're setting yourself up for financial success. And that means buying a house you can afford based off of the current rates that are out there. So hopefully, like I said, you got something out of this. Uh, I think that it, it's it's something that a lot of people either they know or, or don't know or whatever the case may be. But I just think it's super helpful to hear. It's super helpful to hear. Now, if you are wanting to take some control of your finances and just ensure you're on the right path, or maybe you just need help putting a plan together to save for a down payment to get you ready to buy that home, or just trying to fit a home within your budget, head over to my website at thefinancialmirror.org and hit book now in the middle of the screen. You can schedule a free consultation with me and we can see if a financial coach is right for you and get you started on a path to success. Uh, if you do want to give extra dose support to the stream, head over to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash shop and pick some uh, pick up some awesome financial mirror gear. I really hope that you enjoyed the stream. I really hope that uh, you absolutely got something out of the stream and that everything is on the right track for you. Um, super helpful to just walk with you and, and figure these things out together as you are uh, trying to grow your financial wellness. I hope that, like I said, I hope that everything is, is good in your path and that you will make sure that, that you're, you're setting a home buying budget whenever you're getting ready to buy a home. Appreciate you tuning in. Sorry that that last minute was a little, a little funky. My screen went out on me, uh, kind of threw me, threw me off a little bit, but I truly appreciate everyone tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share this episode. If you are listening on a podcast, thank you. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review and a written comment. It truly does go a long way. Till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.